This is Tani Talks Radio, where we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep. Let's talk a little bit about writing. As an OTM, an occupational therapist by trade, working for the public school system now for almost nine years, eight and a half plus years. As an OT, occupational therapist, we work with fine motor, we work with skills of the classroom and skills for independent living for children especially i've been working in elementary school now for all of those years so i'm obviously quite a fan of writing different instruments that promote the right writing grasp that's the tripod grasp or the three jug chuck for items where we have the thumb on one side and the ring and the middle finger on the other side and the pointer finger and the middle finger excuse me on the other side for writing instruments for cutting instruments also including pencils and pens and markers and crayons and the like this would also extend to iPads and tablets, by the way, and phones if you must use them for writing and drawing, but I would highly recommend a stylus to write and to draw with if you're going to use those devices. I especially like the Apple Pencil. I don't like the price. I do like the device. There are the knockoffs, the different versions you can get on Amazon, which look just like a real writing instrument, down to the pointed edge carry over the proper writing grasp. We want it to be that you write the right way, that you draw the right way, the color the right way. We also want it to be that you use a stylus the right way. So even if you have an ebook, an activity book, I want you to use a stylus so that you can mimic the right writing grasp. You can mimic the way to go about different things. Writing is awesome. Writing is powerful, whether for school or for class or for work or for leisure journaling and similar. Its powerful benefits can really be seen all over. Listen to what GreatPowerLearning.com has to say. Even in the age of technology, there are still plenty of times when putting pen to paper is needed, justified, really important, such as when writing an essay portion of an exam. However, as it turns out, writing isn't just required for school. Writing is an activity that has been shown to have numerous benefits to the brain and the body. Whether journaling thoughts, chronicling the day, attempting poetry, or starting a novel, old-fashioned pen and paper have an immense impact on emotional well-being, helping students organize their thoughts and even improve their moods. Despite being viewed as an old-fashioned activity, which it's not, writing by hand is still considered a valuable skill that has many cognitive benefits both in and out of the classroom. There are five benefits of writing by hand right away. Stress relief. The act of writing itself can reduce stress, which helps improve focus and attention in the classroom. Creativity. Making writing a regular habit has been shown to increase creativity and deepen thinking, keeping the brain sharp. Memory. Writing by hand is also shown to increase memory and retention. The act of putting pen to paper activates areas of the brain that helps students increase their comprehension. It also involves more senses and motor neurons than when typing on a keyboard. Feelings. Writing about feelings can improve mood and give a sense of well-being. Putting pen to the page helps flesh thoughts out in an orderly manner, leading to burdens feeling lighter. Gratitude. Some studies show that writing about being grateful, especially before bed, can help improve sleep, which leads to better classroom performance as well as a sense of well-being. I would also say it probably leads to better job performance as well, not just classroom for the students. Take advantage of these many great skills. Put the keyboard away and grab a pen and paper. It doesn't matter what is being written so long as students take advantage of the benefits that writing notes by hand provide. It may be an old school skill, but it's particularly relevant even today. I will say when I was in college and grad school, many people used their iPads or their tablets or their keyboards. I did not like using a keyboard. I liked using a pen and paper. It was harder to keep up, difficult to keep pace with their lecture, especially the class about 
Chinese history. I remember that class. She spoke very, very quickly. Did not, not, did not stop. Also, my class about Crusader history did not stop. Spoke for an hour, fifteen straight. I tried to get every single pen to the paper about every single piece that she said. Very hard to keep up, but still was better than writing on the keyboard. I felt like it was better in general. Sparringmind.com also points this out. S P A R R I N G M I N D dot com. Many benefits of writing. Writing makes you happier. Much of the research on writing and happiness deals with expressive writing or jotting down what you think and how you feel. Even blogging undoubtedly affords similar benefits, quote-unquote, to private expressive writing in terms of therapeutic value. Expressive writing has also been linked to improved mood, well-being, and reduced stress levels for those who do it regularly, says Adam Grant. Research by Laura King shows that writing about achieving future goals and dreams can make people happy happier and healthier. And Jane Dutton and the researcher found out that when people doing stressful fundraising jobs kept a journal for a few days about how their week their work week made a difference, they increased their hourly effort by twenty nine percent over the next two weeks. Two writing also helps clarify the thinking. Laziness with words creates difficulty in describing feelings, sharing experiences and communicating with others, being able to flesh out thoughts in your mind only to have them come stumbling out when you speak is supremely frustrating. Fortunately, regular writing seems to offer some reprieve. In Richard, book, in Richard Langham's book, Revising Prose, he shares that one of the most important benefits of clear writing is making sure you're actually saying something. The cost of confusing someone else with unclear prose is high, but what about the cost of confusing yourself? As an added benefit in both emotional intelligence and in hard sciences like mathematics, writing has been shown to help people communicate highly complex ideas more effectively. Writing helps eliminate it sounded good in my head by forcing your hand. Number three, writing can help you handle hard times. In one study that followed recently fired engineers, the researchers found that those engineers who consistently engaged with expressive writing were able to find another job faster. According to Adam Grant, the engineers who wrote down their thoughts and feelings about losing their jobs reported feeling less anger and hostility toward their former employer. They also reported drinking less. Eight months later, less than 19% of the engineers in the control groups were reemployed full-time, compared with more than 52% of the engineers in the expressive writing group. Older research also shows that writing about traumatic events actually made the participants more depressed until about six months later when the emotional benefits started to stick. One participant noted, although I have not talked with anyone about what I wrote, I was finally able to deal with it, wrote work through the pain, instead of trying to block it out. Now it doesn't hurt to think about it. It seems that timing is critical for expressive writing to have an impact. Forcing the process to happen may only worsen things, but if writing is an activity that is engaged in naturally, the benefits seem clear. We talked about this before. Also, writing makes you feel more grateful, number four. As the authors of one study noted, subjects who reflected on the good things in their life once a week by writing them down were more positive and motivated about their current situations and their futures. The catch was that the benefits were minimal when they wrote about them every day, and this makes sense. Any activity can feel disingenuous and just plain boring if done too often. It seems like the key is to reflect and write about gratitude regularly, but not begrudgingly often. Writing helps close out your mental tabs. Number five, have you ever had too many internet tabs open at once? It's a madhouse of distraction. When I feel like my brain has too many tabs open at once, it's often the result of trying to mentally juggle too many thoughts at the same time. 
Writing gives form to your ideas and helps get them out of your head, freeing up bandwidth and preventing you from crashing your browser like a late-night downward, downward spiral on Wikipedia. Getting important ideas down alleviates the stress of losing your thoughts to time or an overcrowded mind. I'm personally never inclined to work on something just because I archive the idea the author says with some notes or an outline. In fact, it's more likely to continue developing that idea since it has already been started. If all else fails, remember this joke from Mitch Hedberg. I sit in my hotel at night. I think of something that's funny, then I go get a pen and I write it down. Or if the pen's too far away, I have to convince myself that I what I thought of ain't funny. Number six, writing is a proven way to learn. Information often sticks better when it's learned as though it needs to be taught or rewritten in your own words. This concept of having a writer's ear never fully clicked until people started writing regularly. There's a certain discipline required to create interesting written work that demands the individual be receptive and focus on finding new sources of information, inspiration, and insight. You could leave, you could read books, you could listen to podcasts, you could watch videos that you could normally would put off in order to learn something new so you might write about it later. Simply being a curator of good ideas encourages deeper thinking, research, and heading down the rabbit hole in order to find unique takes on topics that matter to you. Committing to creating a volume of work also allows you to tackle big ideas more effectively. Writing around a certain topic for some time will allow you to build off of older thoughts, utilizing what you've already written to develop ideas on a grander scale. Many writers have written a paragraph that leads to an essay, which leads to a series of articles, which leads to a book. Most The, the golden rule that a lot of writers talk about is the way they're able to write is that they actually do it in serials. Every week they publish a chapter, a few pages, and then they take the whole thing once they got all 52 chapters and they put it into a book. 7. Writing is leadership at scale. Though the world may now be drowning under the personal brand deluge, there are sincerely interesting opportunities that anyone can publish world brings out. Amazon.com, Amazon KDP, self-publishing is an example. The ability to leave an impact at scale through your words alone is an astounding concept. There is a bit of a creative shock the first time someone emails you thanking you for the work you've put out, sharing it out how it has helped or influenced them. This positive feedback for this leadership at scale leads to gratitude and further motivation for the writer. Other websites and other people explain how more, how much more benefits can come from writing. FacileThings.com, F-A-C-I-L-E, explains that writing allows communication with clarity. Unlike talking, when you write, you look for more sophisticated words and expressions to describe what you had in mind. Helps you build a structure that allows you to express yourself better and communicate complex ideas in a much more effective way. You can eliminate stress in the same way as in other areas. You can empty your mind by capturing everything that comes to it in order to eliminate the stress that causes having many things hitting your head. Writing and developing ideas produces an amplified effect since not only you take them out of your mind, but also the whole process of rationalization that otherwise would abstractly stay in there. Lots of times I have different concepts in the head. If they're not on the paper, on the notes, or somewhere stored, I won't remember it and it won't be there. Sort of like a song if you don't like try to work it through or record it, it won't be there, it won't stay, they won't remember it later on. So to thoughts, if you don't write them down, they could get lost to time. I always try to put down thoughts of any ideas right away in my notes app so I don't lose it. It could also become more productive when you write. With writing activates the neurons in your brain, gets it ready to overcome the rest of the tasks. You can use it as kind of a warm-up at the beginning of the day. In addition, writing down your tasks with the appropriate words prepares you to carry them out properly. Finally, it's demonstrated that setting your goals in writing increases significantly the possibilities of achieving them. 
You also learn more when you write. Writing in your own words, the information that you receive helps you assimilate, consolidate the knowledge that otherwise you would soon forget. You gain an awareness of your reality. If you write down what you have in mind each day, what you expect to achieve, and how you feel according to this, you won't need a psychologist to explain to you who you are. You realize it yourself. Writing allows you to make better decisions. When writing, you clear up your thoughts, and obviously a clearer thinking allows you to make better choices. Writing allows you to be happier. It's an immediate consequence of the two previous points. There's no need to write a public blog. A sort of personal journey is perfectly valid. You can also live more focused. If you constantly write about your thoughts, you'll never get out of sight what you want to achieve, what your dreams are, what you want to accomplish in life. You can also overcome tough moments faster. There's some research that suggests that those that write about what is happening, even right now in your life, overcome tough moments quicker than those who don't. You will have a lot of written memories. If you write each day, you will have a historical record of your thoughts, probably something much more interesting than a simple photo album. And maybe you could end up publishing a book. Again, self-publishing, Amazon, KDP, anyone could do it nowadays. The art of writing used to be the only means to correspond with others. Letters from the past are full of rich detail, simulating conversation and intellectual insight. We often forget that people would write letters to loved ones and not receive anything back for months. A ridiculous notion in this day and age of instant messaging and video conferencing is thinking to wait for responses, but consider how you would write a note if you had to capture all your concerns in this moment for someone who would read them in a future, in the distant future, in the faraway future. How does one keep the note relevant? The answer was to keep the notes sincere and personal, not simple, not short. For all advantages, we have lost touch with the permanence that can come from writing. We talk in meetings, send emails, type texts that express ideas, but they don't stay. You could go to a museum and read the letters of poets and politicians long dead, but you'd never be able to remember what yesterday's trending tweet was. We've lost, in a sense, a bit of ourselves when we stop licking stamps and making trips to the mailbox on a daily basis. Part of who we are does not go into our electronic messages, but we once poured ourselves into our letters. People used to write and actually send it out and wait for their responses. Writing is good for all the reasons, but you could also add it different ones. Writing slows us down, takes us out of the loop, and sets us aside. The world is a rushing river, and taking the time to write, be it in a journal or only a few thoughts, is a brief respite over the river's shaded banks. By the way, it reminds me of an excellent, excellent show, La Havdil, and movie my wife and I watched many months ago, maybe a couple of years ago now. Hallmark show and movie, Sign Seal Delivered. Listen to this from Wikipedia. Sign Seal Delivered, original title, Dead Letters, but they changed it, also known as Lost Letter Mysteries, is an American-Canadian drama television series, excellent, excellent, that aired on the Hallmark Channel from April 20th through June 22nd, 2014. It was focusing on four postal workers who take it upon themselves to track down intended recipients of undeliverable mail. It's set in Denver, Colorado, but filmed mostly in the Vancouver area, where apparently it's beautiful, over there in Canada, who knows? In October 2013, a two-hour pilot movie aired and was a rating success. It was number one movie then, and it went on to make many more movies. The movie was watched, by the way, by a million and a half viewers. Following one season of the show, they talked about how it would transition to films. I believe they had seven movies, and one was from a couple of years ago. I think they might do another one coming up in a few years. Excellent show. It focuses on the power of the written word, focuses on the power of the written le- letter. The Five Towns Jewish Times, Lahabdel, Lahabdel talks about writing as well, from Malki Gordon Hirsch. 
Sometimes people start writing out of nowhere. You could start it one day because you need the feelings to go somewhere after chas v'sham lolein v'shemenor from such things. But for this person, after losing a spouse, she felt like she needed to just write. Little did she know at the time that this was actually a potent and empirically valid form of therapy. In her therapeutic process, she would come to understand the idea of narrative externalization, taking the story out of her heart, out of her nervous system, out of her memory, and expressing it onto some external media cueing her own mind and body that it's safe to slowly start to start to process and release the pain. She writes her articles on her notes. I write, excuse me, Lahavdel, Lahavdel. Different people write things on different things. I write it on notes. Some people write it on their MacBook notes. But for her, she wrote it on the notes app, on the iPhone or the MacBook. She didn't want to feel intimidated or pressured into producing something people might enjoy reading. So tooling away on the phone or the computer might look like she's texting friends or procrastinating was the way that she could write it. And it turned out that she started writing a column based on those notes apps. She wasn't sure how this happened that every week she doesn't know if it'll go for in the future, but it started at a certain place and she kept going. The good news is that anyone can learn how to write. At first, it's shaky and uncertain. The new form of communication with self and potentially readers as you go, the mode of expression becomes clearer and more confident. You start appreciating it more. It becomes a part of you like a limb. God forbid you can't imagine being without. Wish never know from such things. In it, you find new insights, new skills, new personal growth, and a deeper understanding of who you are and what you might be and want to be for others. Possibly the best and most unexpected shift in an identity can happen right there in narrating a story. Fullfocus.co points out that a simple study conducted in 2015 had women aged 19 to 54 either handwrite, type on a keyboard, or use an iPad to write words. Those that had written by hand were significantly better at recalling the words they had written. The only difference in the study was the mode of writing, indicating that physically shaping words helps us to remember them. Haptic studies, which look at touch as a mode of communication, suggest that visual motor skills are the reason for this phenomenon. Touch is an important sense, and when we engage across multiple sensations, we are better able to tie things together, recall them later, and in short, learn. The feel of a pen being delicately manipulated to produce the small scratches of ink that make up words on paper is far more tactile, and of course, as an OT, I agree with this, than fingertips pressed against slabs of plastic. If you need to use an iPad, you need to use a tablet, you need to use a phone, I highly, highly recommend a stylus, because at least we could try to generalize it, transfer it, and bring it home, holding the pen, the pencil in the right way, so you're not losing that. And you're just swiping up and down, right and left, and you're losing any of the real skill of writing. In a 2014 study, researchers confirmed that students learn better when they take notes on paper. They reason that the slower speed of handwriting forces students to consolidate and reward lectures, helping them to process and retain new information. When students who use laptops were asked to consolidate information in their note-taking, they still used more words and did not reap the benefits of the handwriting group. Listen to this from HowLifeUnfolds.com. Not everyone is willing to write as a primary or supplementary approach to problem solving. Those who are, even when they are skeptical at first, almost always finds writing to be a powerful and surprisingly accessible means to insight, healing, growth, and change. The handwritten personal journal has enjoyed a renaissance as a tool for problem solving. If you don't want to handwrite it, there is an app now on the phone that just came out with one of the updates of one of the versions they have the journal app where you can literally sit and journal on the phone. 
if you don't want to use a paper and pencil burnt journal. But it is a renaissance. It has a renaissance as a tool for problem-solving, life management, and creative expression. It is impossible to know how many journal writers there are. Journaling is, after all, usually a solitary act. But a popular brand of blank books is estimated to sell more than 1 million journals per year. Considering that this number accounts for only one manufacturer of blank books, and the majority of journal writers choose spiral notebooks or composition books, the number of potential journal writers out there is staggering. There are many reasons to journal other than emotional hearing. And here are some more benefits to express yourself on paper. Writing by hand can make learning easier. We talk about how the neuroscientists are strongly opposed to the decline in teaching penmanship or cursive writing in public schools. Now they really only focus on regular writing. Cursive is not even so much there anymore. When we write, a unique neural circuit is automatically activated, said Stanislas Dehane, a psychologist at the Collège de France in Paris. There's a core recognition of the gesture in the written word, a sort of recognition by mental stimulation in your brain. And it seems that this circuit is contributing in unique ways we didn't realize. Learning is made easier. Writing by hand can improve memory. A research study comparing college students who took notes on laptops and those who took notes by hand found that the students remember lectures better with the handwritten notes, like we mentioned earlier. It seems digital note-takers tend to transcribe a lecture rather than assimilate it. Manual note-taking requires discernment about ranking information according to its relative importance, allowing the handwriters to remember core learning more readily. Writing in a journal by hand helps you achieve the maximum benefit of journaling. Anecdotal research has shown that clients who write by hand are much more likely to have positive attachment to their journals and sustain the practice longer than those who write digitally. The handwritten journal, which is portable and accessible, is what therapists call a constant presence. It's deemed by clients to be a more personal, relatable experience than writing on a phone app or a computer. The results tend to last longer and embed more deeply. Writing by hand can also have similar benefits to meditation. In an article called The Simple Joy of Writing by Hand, Barbara Bash writes, It is something about the physical act, the holding of the hand and pen that is meditative, bringing one into the present. Writing by hand can enhance creative expression. According to British novelist John Gregor, pen and paper is always at hand. Writing on the page stays on the page with its scribbles and rewrites and long arrows suggesting a sentence or paragraph be moved and can be looked over and reconsidered. Writing on the screen is far more ephemeral. A sentence deleted can't be reconsidered. For decades, journals can be incubators for creative projects. Each time a person starts a new book, workshop, or business expansion, you can use a journal to work out questions, obstacles, details, procedural notes, and deadline management. You could also benefit from the safe container of your own self-doubts, uncertainties, frustrations, and other feelings that are part of the creative process. How do you start? Six quick tips. Begin with the date. Dating your entries gives you a chronological timeline as well as allowing you to note the space between journal entries. You can also begin to track cycles, patterns, and trends in the writing. People who journal often describe the rhythm and flow of handwriting with words such as calming, soothing, and focusing. They report that insight and solutions are more reliably accessed. Accessed. Clients remark that answers bubble up and spill onto the paper when they write by hand. You could also start small. Set your timer for five minutes and start with what you already know or can easily remember. Sentence stems such as, Today I want to, I'm thinking about. Three things I want off my to-do list are, these are all great starting points. You could also ask yourself a question. How do I feel? What do I need? What's my next action step? 
questions tend to take us deeper, often into reflective or more emotional territory, contrasted to the narrative or more cognitive focus of sentence stems. Don't plan to write every day. Aside from your own personal preference, there's no particular advantage to daily writing. Even writing once or twice a week is sufficient to develop a journaling habit, and you'll likely benefit from a more relaxed approach. Protect your privacy. Think through where you'll keep your journal so it's out of sight and out of mind for curious housemates. You can reserve the first two or three pages of every new journal for privacy protection. On the first page, you can write the starting date on a note. This is my personal journal. Please don't read it without my permission. Thank you for respecting my privacy. On the second page, this person can write and other people write. As I was saying, please don't read. Under this, you draw a large stop sign. Note that this will not deter anyone who is intent on reading your journal, but a healthy boundary often gives an impulsive reader enough time to close the book. Don't fret about the handwriting. Although as an OTI may differ, if your writing is illegible, that's a great privacy protector. No one is grading or judging you. It's a book for you. And rhodiumines.com, R-H-O-D-I-U-M-M-I-N-E-S.com, explains further as well some more benefits. Why using pen and paper? It helps you focus. You can get rid of the distractions. You just focus with the pen and the notebook. Without the gadgets, it aids the learning. When you write with the pen and typing with the keyboard, they have been said to have different aspects of the cognitive processes like we mentioned before. And many teachers may prefer writing versus the computer also. I don't know if they're allowed to say which one you're allowed to use, but many educators have set out to understand the difference between the different researchers and experiments. Prominent among the key talking points have been how we process information and its retention. It turns out that writing on paper really does aid learning, as we said a few times. It's important for that goal setting with the pen. It requires more en- mental energy on the paper than typing with the keyboard. It slows you down. Like we said before, it lets you be engaged and committed to the process. It's good for the brainstorming. It's good for the development. Technique used by many successful people to conceive new ideas, develop existing ones. Write your ideas on the paper. can let you visualize them better, arrange the thoughts better in a way that sparks creativity. The experience you have at your desk with just a pen and paper is simply personal and inspiring. The rest of the world and its distractions are locked away, allowing seamless flow of your imagination as a safe place devoid of judgment. Devoid of judgment. And it's, not so, it's not a coincidence that most industry-leading professionals prefer to sketch their ideas on paper before developing them using IT software or other means. Very famously, J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter fantasy series, in an interview on Amazon.co.uk talked about how she still does, well, at the point when she said the interview, at that point she still did her first draft using a pen and paper. We know that the famous story that she was on the train to Manchester, writing out her story on napkins because she was very, very lacking funds. Even now, even then, at the time of the interview, using pen and paper for the first draft. We'd imagine the same goes for many other renowned creators and inventors. Writing helps you remember those things. Simply put, if you don't want to forget, write it down. I say that all the time. Many things for me as well. Even for those with the most aidic memory or aidetic memory, there comes a point where referencing written materials becomes a necessity. We've all been at the receiving end of the forgetting curve at one point or the other. Recording a life-changing idea, a concept, or some wonderful hobby idea is not only natural, but a wise thing to do. Any concept, any idea, any creation that Hashem gave me, I always write down right away so as not to forget it. Great ideas never announce their impending arrival, as they sometimes visit at the oddest places and strangest times. Can you imagine being on the train when your devices have run out of battery power and you experience one of those light bulb moments? This would be a great idea. Let me write it. Can't write it down. 
got to carry that pen and paper with you. You can only hope you have a notebook in hand to scribble your idea on before it's lost. Our notebook is a personal companion and an extension of our thoughts and imagination, so carrying them around is highly recommended. Make sure to always really carry it around with you, to always have it with you. And it helps you share complex ideas with clarity. Writing things down on paper allows us to leverage the power of visualization. Visualization is a very strong, very, very strong, very potent, very powerful thing. We sometimes find ourselves spontaneously generating ideas that are complex and generally tricky to describe that Hashem just plants into our minds that God just puts into our thinking. And it helps you think more clearly. Our brains, they say, is like a hard drive. You know, it's like this complex type of a creation Hashem gave us. It's like this hard drive. When we write things down, we free our mental RAM and are able to think more clearly. Therefore, we won't have to try to remember everything, ranging from new ideas to items on a shopping list. So writing, by definition, is fantastic. We get clarity. We think more clearly. We remember things. We brainstorm. We develop. We can goal set. We can aid our learning. We can focus ourselves. Don't worry about how good a writer you are. Just start with the date. Start small. Ask yourself the question. Don't plan to write every day. Protect your privacy. Don't fret about the handwriting. But understand there's wonderful, wonderful benefits. Gives us that creative expression. Allows us to have benefits like meditation. Allows us to have the maximum benefit of journaling. It can improve the memory. It can make the learning easier. And it is just wonderful all around. It gives us the ability to use an art it helps us to gain awareness of reality for better decisions, to be happier, to be more focused, to overcome tough moments and tough memories and tough pasts. It allows, allows us to communicate with clarity, to eliminate stress on some level, to be more creative and to be more of a leader, to have a better way to learn, to close out mental tabs, to help us feel more grateful, to help us handle hard times, to clarify the thinking, to make us happier, and to be able to have that creativity, memory, feelings, and gratitude, and stress relief is such a wonderful thing. And of course, as an OT, I'm a huge, huge fan of writing. Writing is wonderful, and again, start small, even a small paper, a small pen, if you're really, 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 really into the phone, at least use the notes app, at least use the journal app, but find a way that Writing could be into your life a little bit every day, even if you want to journal wonderful things or bad things, good things or bad things. Writing is fantastic. They say that at the end of the day, you're supposed to think about three wonderful things that happen or three kind things that you did in the day in order to reflect upon your day, in order to evaluate how your day was spent. Whatever you can do to involve writing into the day. And if you're going to write, you're going to use the tablet, you're going to use the stylus, you're going to use the pen and pencil. Please hold it in that right way. You get the thumb on one side, the Point on the middle finger on the other side, holding it in the right way, in a functional way, making sure you get the writing each and every day. And who knows, maybe if you start journaling, you start writing, you start creatively expressing yourself on the paper, you could start jotting it down, you could start compiling it, make some pages, make some paragraphs, compile it and get it together, and you could be well on your way to publishing. Amazon KDP Publishing is a free service. I plan, God willing, very soon to use it as well. It's a wonderful way to publish yourself, to get your thoughts out, to get your books out. You have all these things. You could publish it to the public, and you could bring all your thoughts to the forum. So hopefully, you can take the writing. You could rock it. You can understand that writing rocks in whatever way you can do it, and you could bring it to your life and to those around you each and every day. This has been Tani Talks Radio, where we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.